0: Welcome to the Money Mindful Podcast, where money mindset and life coach Megan Jean Smith, hey, that's me, teaches you how to transform your relationship to money and achieve your life goals so you can live a glorious, magnificent, delicious, awesome life and love being you. Hello, 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 and welcome to the Money Mindful Podcast. I am your host, Megan Jean Smith. So glad to be with you here today. We are on episode 134. We're going to be talking about self trust and money today. But oh my gosh, can you believe episode 134? I mean, when I started this podcast about four years ago, my personal goal was to complete 12 episodes. I committed just to doing 12 episodes. I thought, let's do that. And if I really love doing the podcast and I want to keep going, I'll keep going, but let's just get 12, (laughs) 12 done. And now 134 episodes. Oh my gosh. So I've got a favor to ask if you really enjoy the show and you value this content that I put out every week, I would be so grateful and appreciative if you left a review for a whole heap of reasons. One, I'm human just like you. And when I see a review, it is really inspiring for me and very motivating. And I really love hearing from you. I know some of you actually email me, which is so awesome. I love communicating with you, but when you leave a review, it also helps other people find the podcast. And I don't know if you know this, but especially on Apple podcasts, I don't know about other podcast providers, but you only actually see the reviews that are left in your country. So if you are listening somewhere outside of Australia, it would be even more amazing if you left a review. Yeah, because other people can see it. It helps people find it. And also it's really amazing for me to read the reviews to just keep that motivation going to show up for you every week here. Love it. Okay. Let's get into the episode. Alrighty, self-trust and money. Do you ever find yourself in indecision? You have an idea or something you wanna do but no one else understands or maybe you doubt yourself or you think your idea might be silly. A common barrier to achieving your money and life goals is a lack of self-trust. When deep down, you know what you want, but you don't actually listen or trust your own voice. So self-trust and listening to your own voice is a superpower. And in my opinion, it's an essential ingredient to achieving the money and life that you really want. So today I wanna share with you three simple steps you can take to strengthen your self-trust and conquer the world or uh, at least your money and life goals. So I want to share a story with you. On the weekend, my girls went to Auskick in the morning where they learned to play Australian football. So soon after we headed, um, like once they'd been to Auskick, we then headed off to the local pool and we spent the afternoon swimming. So by the time dinner came around, We were all pretty tired and hungry, but in a good way, right? You know, the girls had been playing footy, we'd all been swimming, it was a really active, fun day. But at dinner time, everyone was hungry except for my eldest daughter. So as we sat around the dining table, we're all happily gobbling up a roast chicken and vegetables. She announced that she didn't want to eat anything. And after the day that we had had, we were pretty surprised. You know, Louie and I, my partner, we checked in a few times like, ''Are you sure? Aren't you hungry? Like, Don't you want dessert?'' We had baklava, by the way, which is oh so good. But she was firm in her response. She's like, ''No, mum. My body says no. I just don't want to eat anything tonight.'' Okay, so don't keep listening if you're a bit squeamish. You might need to fast forward 15 seconds or so. But not long after dinner, we were snuggled up watching our latest favorite show on Netflix. It's Go Live Your Way, I think it's called. It's a Spanish teen drama. It's got great music. If you're looking for something to enjoy with the kids, I this is one of the kids shows that I actually like listening to too. In fact, we've even gone as far as we now listen to the soundtrack in the car all the time. And uh, both my daughters want to learn Spanish now. Um, But anyway, I digress. So we're watching the show and then suddenly my eldest daughter just vomits right next to me on the couch. Ooh, yeah, yuck. And again, shortly after. So, Later, when we had got her cleaned up and us cleaned up and the couch cleaned up and we got the girls into bed, it really got me thinking about that she was totally listening to her own voice, right? At seven years old, she knew what was best for her. And I'm so glad as parents we trusted her in that moment when she spoke up for herself at the dining table because I didn't even want to imagine what it would have been like if she'd also eaten dinner. (laughs) Gross. Sorry, I probably shouldn't have said that. At what point in life do we stop listening to ourselves and our own wisdom I know from experience, I have in the past deferred to others as if they know better. Teachers, parents, somebody in business doing it a different way to me, they know better. Right? I mean, that's, we're kind of brought up like this in society. You know, when we're little kids, we're supposed to listen to our parents and do everything our parents tell us and what adults tell us. And then when we're at school, we have to listen to the teachers and do what the teachers say. And then when we go on to get... You know, go to university, we have to listen to our lecturers and do what they say, and then we go into our first job and we have to listen to our boss or our managers and we have to do what they say. So, I mean, it's pretty understandable that we, we do lose touch with our own wisdom, right? But I think what happens is every time you look outside of yourself for the answers, your inner voice gets a little bit harder to hear, right? And the reason I'm sharing this with you is that the last few years, I have done a lot of work personally to tune back into my inner voice. So my inner knowing, my future self, my intuition, whatever you want to call it, right? And I'm continually amazed at how when I listen to my own voice, I have all the answers I need, right? So I want to invite you to check in and ask you to listen to your inner voice, all right? Are you tuned into you and your wisdom? And if you are, I love that for you so much because I'm betting that you are doing some amazing stuff in your life and that you really have your own back, right? But if you aren't, I wanna give you a couple of tips that that you can lean on to strengthen that self-trust and stre- strengthen that direct line, if you will, to your inner voice. Because if you haven't been in touch with your own voice in a while, it might not be very loud. Like it might take some practice to hear um, in air quotes, right? It might feel like, Oh, okay. So let me just preface that with, so when you're tuning in to listening to yourself, for some people, it might be literally sort of hearing yourself talk, like your own voice, but for other people, it might show up differently. Like it might feel like a bit of a tightening in your body, right? Like a no, like that means no, or a softness or an opening to mean yes, right? You know how when you sort of tune into how you feel, like how your body feels, that's a really good indica- indicator. So, it's like when we feel like we're contracting and getting smaller, often that's that's a no, right? Like your body's telling you no, that's not, that's not for us. But when you feel open and sort of more expansive, your body's telling you that, hey, this is a yes, all right? I really want to encourage you to develop this skill of listening to your own voice because the more you listen to your own voice the more you develop trust with yourself and I mean this is just such a powerful thing when it comes to creating your money and life goals because when you trust yourself and you tune into your own wisdom it will be a lot easier for you to make decisions and step towards your big goals because you will trust that you are doing the right thing for you Right, and that's a beautiful thing. So, how do you strengthen the the air? Uh, what am I trying to say? How do you strengthen the pathway to hear your own voice? Because I think your own voice already is present. Your voice is talking, but I think what happens is we just stop listening to it. All right? It's still there. It hasn't gone anywhere. I think it just gets dimmed down. So, these are the three steps that you might want to try to strengthening your inner voice and listening to your own vi- wisdom. So the first thing is ask for your own counsel. Right? Cuz how often do you ask other people? Now, I'm not referring to if you're wanting to build a skill set, by all means go and do a course, read a book, you know, get advice from someone who has more experience than you. But just because somebody has more experience than you, the way that they have got the result that they've got might not necessarily be the right way for you to do it, right? Because we're all unique people. So you could ask yourself some questions like, is this for me? Is this a yes for me? Does this feel right, do I like the result? You know, what are the consequences of doing this activity or whatever it is? Do I want to be a part of that? But I mean, even just simply is this for me, right? Ask for your own counsel, ask your own advice. Do I look good in this? <laughs> right? Like look in the mirror, ask yourself. Do I look good in this? Do I feel good in this? You know, like so often we ask other people, does this look okay, (laughs) right? What about your opinion? And so that's step one, ask for your own counsel, like ask your own advice, ask yourself for the answers. But number two, the most important thing, listen to your own answers, actually listen to your own voice. Listen to what your voice tells you or your body, right? I'm not sure. When I ask myself questions, I hear a voice, right? I sort of hear words in my head, right? But also sometimes I feel a reaction in my body. Like either I feel tense so if I feel tense, I know that's probably a no or something that's not for me, or I feel an open or relaxed. Okay, but I know that not everybody is going to receive information like that. You might you might just hear yourself talking or it might just be more on a body level like just your feelings, like how you feel about something. But just listen. Listen to your own answers. And because this is what happens, like I think you get the answer, but (laughs) then you just don't wanna, you don't follow through. So that's number three. It's actually take action on your answers, right? And when you do those three steps, one, ask for your own counsel, two, listen to your answers, three, take action on your answers. This results in a stronger connection with yourself, and it builds a mountain of evidence that you can really trust yourself. Because you know how when inspirational speeches that you see pop up in, on Facebook, you know, those little videos people put up and people are always saying things like, you have to believe in yourself. You've got to back yourself, All right? That's self-trust. Because when you trust yourself, you do have your own back, right? So there's a couple of things I want to leave you with before I close out the episode. And that is, if you feel like you don't have that strong connection to listening to your own wisdom and your own voice, look, nothing's gone wrong. I mean, our whole society is built on that, right? So there's no need to beat yourself up for that. But it does require practice, you know, practice asking yourself questions, like ask for your own counsel, ask your own opinion, ask for your own advice, ask yourself for the answers to the questions that you have and then listen to your answers and then take action on your answers and just keep practicing because I promise you, the more you listen to yourself, the more you just build a stronger connection with yourself and the, the easier it is to achieve your big, scary, hairy goals because you have evidence that you can trust yourself. And come on, let's get real. You're not going to lead yourself astray, right? You're your own best friend. You're not going to give yourself bad advice. You're always going to give yourself the best advice possible because you you want yourself to succeed right so if you want to take this work to the next level and work with me building self-trust is one of the pillars that you will learn and this is why my clients get such amazing results it's because in my coaching program we take on board the whole person you right like all of you. You don't just learn money mindset. You learn about you. Yeah. And if you've been listening to the podcast for a while and you want to work with me, what are you waiting for? You know, I invite you to book a consultation with me. You can do that on my website. And the consult is not a hard sell. all right. I work with my clients for a minimum of six months. So it's really important that we meet and make a connection so that we both feel confident that we're a really good fit for each other. Because if we are a really good fit and I'm confident, I know I can help you. I will make an offer for you to work with me. But if I identify that we're not a good fit, I will also support you and help you and let you know, like I'll let you know straight up, like I'm not the best coach for this, right? Like what you want, I think you would be better suited working with somebody else. I, I will be completely upfront with you about that. And that's why it's really important that we meet because six months is no joke, but also going after your goals, if you're serious about it is no joke, right? Like you want the support to do that and I help you do that. So we meet first. I'd love to support you to create the money and life that you want. I would love to support you to live a life that you love. I've helped lots of women do this and you can do it too. Just Go to my website, Meganjsmith.au and book a consult. And we can meet, we can chat, I can hear about all your goals and dreams. And at the very least, I will be able to help you on the call with what's getting in the way. Like what is it that you're struggling with now and what do you need to do to overcome that, to move forward? And If you want to hear from one of my clients directly, stick around because at the end of this episode, I'm going to put a little interview that I did with one of my clients and you can hear for yourself what it's like to work with me. All right. Until I get in your ears next week, have an amazing week. Bye bye. Okay. So we're just here with my client, Emily, and she's going to talk about her experience coaching with me emily welcome do you want to introduce yourself tell us a little bit about you
1: sure yeah hi megan uh, thanks for having me here um, my name's emily i live in toronto canada i have um, two teenage girls and i have my own home staging and interior design business here in uh in toronto and i've been i've been doing um consulting for about 20 years now but um, I guess in the last five to seven years, I've started to get, you know, really more serious with uh, growing my business and especially the, the staging and the design side and my artwork.
0: All right. So let's jump straight into it. You've had some massive wins since working together. Um, I'll just come straight out and say, like, you doubled your income in within six months. Um that's crazy. And I'm sure everybody wants to know, like, how did you do that? Like, do, can you talk about your experience, like how you came in, where you were when you started working with me and how you created such incredible results?
1: Yeah, sure. So uh, when I first started working with you, my, my main goal was to just start a retirement fund. That was really the only thing on my mind. I thought if we could achieve that in the six months, I would be really happy with that. Um, and it turns out we did that in about one or two sessions. Um, you helped me. Set, I set up my investment account. I started regularly just putting money in. I picked a number and I just started. And that had been causing me so much anxiety and so much stress. Um, as a small business owner, I don't have a pension. And um, I had been divorced about five years previous. So I was on my own and, and thinking I really have to make this business work. And so I was really just thinking about my future and my security. Um, But then once we started talking and and we got deeper into the coaching, um, it sort of came up almost like like a joke at first, which was, how could I work uh, half as much and make twice as much money? Because I was thinking in order to increase my income, I was going to have to be stressed, be working all hours of the day. I would be taking time away from my kids, um, and it would be like a miserable kind of experience, um, but when I came at it from a different angle and with your coaching, I figured out. Um, like I, I went from in 2020 from about sixty three thousand dollars up to one hundred and twenty five k by 2021, and eighty k of that was in the six months that we were we were working
0: together, Woo! and. <laughs> i still can't help like we just got to keep celebrating that because you did that so good
1: yeah yeah and it was it was i mean it was work but it was so much easier and more fun than i expected and you know some of the things i did um were to delegate more to my assistant um who uh Wanted to do more, but I was being such a control freak and not letting her do as much. So I finally started delegating more and then I could focus more on consultations, more on sales, more on um, doing a website, um, doing other things that I wasn't making time for. Um, I also started just invoicing on time and and billing on time and collecting money, which seems like such a basic, uh, obvious thing to do, but I wasn't taking care of that. So the money wasn't coming in. Um, I also found ways to to get new clients. And um I just started having kind of a different and lighter approach to my business, and I think it just it just attracted like a new level of of energy for me.
0: yeah. and I mean, I know this because we've been working together, but because this is a common thing misconception that people have. it's like, when you went started going for your goals and what you wanted, you actually had a positive impact on people around you. Like then your assistant started feeling better about herself because she was doing more in the job. I mean, I know this because you've told me that, but um, do you want to share a little bit about that, like the impact that it's had on your life when you've gone for what you want, how that's affected the people around you?
1: Yeah. And this was definitely a a kind of a story I had in my my head that if I started making more money, somehow I would become a different person. I'd become more shallow or greedy, or I'd become, I don't know, just focused on the wrong things. Um, I wouldn't be spending as much time with my kids or my family, or people wouldn't like me anymore. I don't know. I had all these sort of stories around what it would be if I was making more money. But I really see now that the better that I do, the better those people around me do. So because I'm doing better, my kids are doing better. My assistant is doing better. She's more confident. She's able to take on more. Um, I'm contributing to my retirement fund. Um, I hired a cleaning lady. So someone else has an extra job and uh, that takes that off my plate. So it's, it's really changed my whole attitude about what it means to to do well and to make money and before I was kind of shameful about it and a bit secretive so of course I wasn't um, attracting money because I was thinking well you know 63k a year that's more than enough like I really don't need to make any more and if I try to make more that's greedy because I don't why would I need more Um, and now it's it's the shift isn't you know it's not about the money but it's about the it is about the money, but it's not about the money. So it's, uh, it's, it's just more about having my own back and believing in myself.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So Emily, do you want to share a little bit about um, what the coaching relationship is like? And then also any other wins that, I mean, cause you've had so many, I don't even know where to start with you, <laughs> Like, <it's, laughs> but do you want to share um, it, it are there any others that you'd like to share and just talk a little bit about what it's like working together, like having a coach?
1: Yeah, sure. So it's um, it's been really fun having a coach and really like empowering. And I was I was nervous at first. I thought it was going to be kind of like a boot camp type thing. That it was going to be really hard. That I was going to have homework. And I wasn't, you know. But it, it's actually been really fun and empowering. And it's almost become like a game. Like, what new goal can I bring to you, and we we talk about it and uh, figure out where I want to go, and just kind of thinking about how things work for me. And you know, you've had presented a lot of different techniques to me, and what I like is you always encourage me to make it my own and to adapt it to what's my personal style. And uh, I'm a little bit more reserved, a little bit more introverted, and you know, I thought that I was going to have to get out there and be some. Gung ho salesperson to do all this, but it's really hasn't been like that. It's just been more about sharing, sharing my myself with other people and having my own back, believing in myself, and then knowing how to to set goals and to follow through with them.
0: Yeah. So good. All right. So, what would you tell somebody who's thinking about getting coaching based on like all the amazing stuff that you've created?
1: Yeah, well, I, obviously, I would say go for it. It's uh, it's totally worth it. I I was nervous at first, like I had some hesitations about you know spending the money, about um, the time that it would take, about if if I was actually going to get anything out of it. You know, I had all these sort of concerns, and it was a bit of a leap of faith. But um, you know, I'd been listening to your podcast, and I already knew I loved your your Attitude and your um, just approach to things It seemed really refreshing to me and and different and um, I just had a, a feeling this was going to be a really good thing for me so I sort of jumped in and did it and uh, I, I'm really obviously really glad I did and I, I think that piece of me investing in myself and deciding um, you know that was really the first step it wasn't me needing to figure out a retirement fund it was me telling myself that I was worth it and that I could invest in myself and that um, this would be something for me to build towards and to give back to myself.
0: Yes. Uh, I love it so much, Emily. All right. I think that's a good note to finish on. Thank you so much for sharing your story. Um, I think this is going to be really helpful. You're welcome. Thank you, Begin. Thanks for listening to the Money Mindful Podcast. For future episodes, be sure to subscribe. Ready to take the next steps? Creating your money and life goals can be super challenging if you don't have a process to follow. Get my free course that will help you get unstuck, clarify your goals and get you going. For more info, go to meganjsmith.au.